This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hey, 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 loyal listeners. How are you? I am back once again, coming back into your ear. Um, I've got a little something special for you. Here's what we're going to do. I am going to break down a couple things so that you know and you're aware of what's happening, right? Always want you to be aware of what's going on. And then I am going to play a 10-minute recording of a mastermind meeting of a little clip I'm going to pull out of a presentation that I did for the mastermind. And I thought it was interesting enough that it needed to be go beyond their ears. And so I'm going to bring it to you live here. Got it? I want to remind everybody first before we do a couple of things that we are having um, AI BrainShare, AIBrainShare.com. You need to go there and you need to get signed up if you want to take it. I've got about 15 or 16 people that have told me that they were going to come, that they're not going to be able to come now. Um, and what's amazing is, is, is most of them didn't have to do with COVID, but the other was they just wanted to just take this year off because of COVID. I get it. We have called and reached out to the other 50-some people that have signed up, and all of them ready to go. They're still coming regardless. So it looks like to me, whether I have 30 people or I have 150 people, we're going to be a go. And I want you to know there's no qualification for this, meaning you don't have to be a mastermind member. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. Um, You just have to be able to have an open mind and want to learn and excel from those who are like you, but also from those who have were like you five and six years ago, who are now excelling with multiple agencies, million plus revenue, and they can talk to you about those things. Go to AI BrainShare, get filled out, get an invite, and you'll see um, if hopefully we can see you there. I'll call you and talk to you and, and see if you're a great fit. I'm pretty sure you are if you're listening as a loyal listener. The second thing I wanted to bring up to you is you're going to also notice that we are going to be having a new podcast coming out. we got some exciting things in the fact that we have two new podcasts that are going to be coming out. One's going to be coming out in August, and then one is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks in the month of July. The one that is going to be coming out in the month of July is going to be called Explain This Book to Me. This is really, really great. I'm really excited about this. Um, Josh Lipstone from Lipstone Insurance Group has had this idea for a couple of years. He's ran it by me and a couple other of his friends about wanting to take books that are really, really interesting and actually dissect them with the author called Explain This Book to Me. Um, uh, Josh has has interviewed his first person and um, is going to be bringing that out. Now, for the month of July, so I'm recording this on the 15th of June, Um, For the month of July, I am not going to record a podcast. It's going to be awesome, okay, because I have built up over the last month what you're going to be experiencing in July, and I can't wait for you to experience it. And explain this book to me is going to be a huge part of it. 
and then you will be, and then I will be back recording podcasts um, in August, and we will be maintaining back to what we are and what you know as a loyal listener of Agency Intelligence or Agents Influence. Um, we will continue on with Explain This Book to Me, but you will notice that those will be in chunks. So he plans on doing two, three, four of these books a year, um, and they will be in chunks. But then you're also going to notice that we have another uh, podcast that is going to be starting up in August. It's going to be Ryan Deeds and H- uh, Agency Optic. And so that is going to be really cool because Ryan Deeds and, uh, and one of his uh, buddies, they're basically CIOs, CTOs of larger agencies are going to talk about the tools, the methods, and the things that smaller agencies need to do to become larger and the digital means, the marketing means, the efficiency, the productivity. But also, what are the things that maybe you're a smaller agency and you want to stay around your size or maybe a little bit bigger, you don't want to be big, but what are those tools that you can use and what are some of the things that you can, that you can uh, learn to be as big as them? So keep in mind that whenever we, if you've heard me talk about the um, digital Darwinism, we talk about the fact that whenever Darwinism is said, strongest will survive or the strongest of the fittest, right? Um, survival of the fittest, excuse me, those different things. Actually, really, he never said that. What he said is it's not the largest of the species, nor not the smartest, but those who are willing to adapt is those who will make it. See, adapt, that was the big deal. So what we want you to know out of that is Agency Optic is going to bring you what that vision is of that agency, but bring it down to your level so that you can understand it and maybe you can start to adapt. Because remember, it doesn't does not matter how big you are or how smart you are. It's are you willing to adapt? And that is the big thing. So I'm really excited for you for for this. I mean, you're going to see um, a lot more going on as we continue to build out the AI podcast network. My goal is to bring all different types of voices to you so that you can challenge what's out there, not necessarily do what you think or what others think, but what you think is right. And just try to stick to growing your family and growing your agency because that's how you're going to grow your life. And sometimes to grow your life, you have to grow your agency and family, but they're all connected. Which comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? It's the same thing here. So just continue on being a loyal listener and we're going to give you everything that you need to know. Yeah, you need to listen to other podcasts, but we want to be the staple and the resource of where you are growing your life and your business and your family. Okay, now here is the last part. Now, this, what you're going to hear probably for the next 10 minutes is going to be a conversation that was going on as a presentation, I should say, inside of the mastermind meeting um, a couple months ago. And I really like this and I wanted to bring this to you before, but I didn't. And this was brought up because of a guy by the name of Jim Harris, which he is going to be coming more into my life. So you're going to start seeing him become more into your life. And I think you're definitely going to uh, thank me for it. And he's a quote unquote futurist. And he looks at different things that are going on in industries and he's able to overlap them and show how they're happening and how it could affect other industries, right? And so he has recently kind of done this with insurance. Jeff Roy, um, our great Canadian friend, actually reached out to me and said, Jason, this is a person you should check out. So upon doing my research and everything, I decided, hey, this guy has a great message. 
And so I brought it to my mastermind and kind of put it together into a presentation um, about 10 minutes long of some of the stuff that of the research and the videos that I had found from researching Jim. So sit back and relax, get your popcorn out, maybe hit pause, go to the restroom if you want, because I need you to have an open mind. I need you to open your mind when you're when you um, are listening to this, because it's going to talk about how something that's being built and designed is changing. And how does that affect and how does that ripple through every industry by that one change? And it's a change that's happening right now. So as I said, enjoy. I hope you get a lot out of this. And if you ever want to become a part of these conversations more, you need to go to insuranceagencyintelligence.com, click on Mastermind. It, we have all the pictures of everybody who's in the Mastermind. You get to see them right on there. Go to the Mastermind, insuranceagencyintelligence.com. Go to Mastermind, click that, join these conversations. Enjoy. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. I'm willing to bet, especially, see, this is what we're talking about when we're talking about this disruption and when we're talking about COVID. Jim Harris talks about it a lot. We are doing nothing but excelling on transformation right now. I mean, it's excelling like at speed. I was talking with uh, Daniel Burris, who's the other futurist that I know, who said the exact same thing that Jim Harris future is saying, like they're blown away. They're like, holy crap. Like we knew it was coming, but now something as simple as COVID has absolutely, and guys, this isn't going to go away. Like these people are going to start using more online things as they go. I just yesterday, I went to go, um, I had to get some ink and at Best Buy, which is right up the road, I went onto their online thing and it said, I put the type of ink that I had in there and it says, yep, it's at the Edwardsville location. Well, when I went up there, Best Buy, you have to like stop in a line outside, which there was no one in line. And I said, hey, this is what I want. And I showed him, he took a picture of it, of the box of my printer stuff. I said, I know it's here. And he looked at it and goes, that it? I said, yeah. He said, pull around. I pulled around in front of the door. By the time I got there, there was a guy walking out. He walks up the side of my car. You know, he's got a mask on and stuff and this, this stuff that we're doing. And he says, is this, is this it? I said, yeah. So I took it from him. He has a little iPad. He puts it to me. He says, slide your card in there. I slide my card in there. He's like, sign here. I sign, pull out and I drive away. And you know, I thought to myself, that was as easy as getting a Starbucks. And I started to think to myself, I started thinking like, whoa, like Best Buy doesn't necessarily need aisles anymore. Right. The only aisles they need are where the boxes are stacked to the ceiling because they're a warehouse now where people just order and you can get it in two hours and just go through Amazon. But if you need it immediately, like the printer ink I needed, you just all go up there and you pick it up in the drive through. And then that then that starts to make you think about what are they going to do with parking lots? You know, so that's where I started thinking about this. And I started and I started contemplating some of the stuff that I'd heard this Jim Harris guy talk about. And, and I'm just going to talk to you about one thing that he talks about, which I thought was very, very fascinating. He talked about 
autonomous cars. And he talked about autonomous cars in a way that I've never heard anybody talk about autonomous cars in a way I guarantee you that you've never heard anybody talk about autonomous cars because it was more than just about insurance, right? He did say, which is unbelievable, is that 95% of all accidents occur due to driver error. This video is like nine or 10 or 11 minutes long. I encourage every one of you to go watch this video after this because it's a very, very fascinating video because he says 94% of accidents are due to driver error. That means that 40,000 people will not die. 40,000 people, 2.5 million people will not be seriously injured with families in devastation. Like this is real life stuff that when you think about autonomous cars and then you think of the effect, that's all good news unless you're us, right? $500 billion industry. Now, Vonda made some very good points as she said, you know, they're going to we're going to have insurance that's going to change and you're going to have these, you know, maybe the 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 brains and it goes bad or something and causes a wreck. So, yeah, you're going to need insurance. I'm not saying you're not, but I don't believe that the premium for the exposure we have today is going to be 500 billion. And how's that going to affect us? You know, when you start to think about you think of think about this, when you start to think about Tesla by itself. Okay. Start to think about Tesla by itself. Tesla is a luxury car and people don't know it, but actually, if you look at the price, go out and look of BMWs and Mercedes Benz, the top lines of them to where they sold for 90 to 80,000 are now selling for 50 to 60,000 because they're having to compete. A true statistic, Toyota, 2% of their the capacity that they sell are Lexuses. 2% of all the cars they sell are Lexuses, yet it's 50% of their profit margin. Tesla is taking their profit and kicking their ass. Look at this. In 2017, GM sold 10 million cars. If you give that a market cap by dividing how much they are, that's 63 billion. In 2017, Tesla sold, um, that's supposed to say 100,000 cars. Their market cap is at 58 billion. This was in 2017. Okay. That means that, that the economists and Wall Street is saying GM, GM is worth $6,300 per car and Tesla's worth 580,000. If you're a CEO of a major car company, what do you think about that? You now see why these car companies are getting into the electric business. Tesla's changing the game. Tesla is more than just an electric car that drives by itself. It's changing the automobile industry in ways that we don't see unless you're in the auto industry. But there's going to be ways we're going to start to see it. What happens when you don't have those 40,000 wrecks and you are the 2 million wrecks and the 40,000 people that die and the 2.5 million people that are hurt? What happens when those cars aren't being wrecked? 94% of the time, what happens to the auto, bill, uh, auto body shop industry, right? 200 billion. What happens to the rental car companies when people aren't wrecking their vehicles anymore so they don't have to get rental cars? That's a $600 billion industry. What happens to ambulances? Do we have too many ambulances? Uber's actually looking and going into the Uber ambulance business. You know why? In big towns, they're saying it takes average, if you're having a heart attack, to get to the hospital around six to seven minutes in an Uber, where it can take 10 to 15 minutes to get there with an ambulance, because the ambulance has to drive to you, get you, and come back. That's pretty crazy. What about hospital capacity? If we don't have that many people, now COVID's kind of changing that, but 
the hospital capacity? Do we have any too many nurses, bedrooms, doctors, just by just this, this little change? What about lawyers? What about personal injury lawyers? How's that gonna affect them? Traffic, we spend 6 billion hours in time sitting in traffic. What happens to that when that starts to, to get eliminated? Do you know that actually if you took all the cars and you put them bumper to bumper on the interstates, it only takes up less than 20% of the interstate? So when cars can drive more closely together, you're gonna eliminate a lot of traffic. What about when cars start to pay for themselves? Because when you get to the work, your car now start, you actually put it into the Uber Lyft system so that it goes around and makes money for you during the day. There's a, there, there's, a, there's a repercussion to that. What about parking lots, right? I talked about that a minute ago. What happens to the parking lots when, when our cars are out driving around? What happens to all these parking lots that are out there? We already have too many parking lots. What happens when this happens, right? Parking lot pavers. What happens to people who make parking lots and do the parking lot? They, 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 there's billions of dollars of industry in that. You see how just this one autonomous vehicle has changed the industry as the automotive industry but it's almost changed every other vertical as well as it ripples through the community and where it ripples through society. The reason why it is ripe from turn is a 4% utilization, 20% capacity. That means that you use your car 4% of the time and its capacity of the things it can do are only used for 20% of them. That, if you are any other industry, is called ripe for takeover. I didn't know that, but after learning last night until two in the morning, for every 12 to 30 cars that are put into the Uber Lyft system, it I'm sorry, I'm sorry, for sorry, for every car, one car that is put into the Uber Lyft system eliminates 12 to 30 cars on the road. Parking fines. What happens when we don't have all these people parking? In the city of Toronto that he pointed out, it was $2.4 million they get in just parking fines that you're not going to have anymore when you don't have those things being paid. It's going, what about gas taxes if everything's electric tower? That's how we get all of our roads done in America. And I know it's a big thing in Canada, you know? These are the things that you have to think about. And when you say to yourself, Jason, but we have time. I don't think we have as much time as we do, as, as we think we do. And if the current situation we're in doesn't show you that, I don't know what can. And there's a lot of situations where people have been listening to Jason and Ryan Hanley tell this scary story for the last five to 10 years about times like these, which we didn't even expect, where you would have to be able to meet consumer demand. And right now, consumer demand is government demand, which means take your butt home and figure out how to make a living. Don't think it takes a long time. This right here, this image you're seeing, this is a picture of 1900 in New York. You don't see one car. This is a picture that was taken in 1910. You don't see one horse in 10 years. Think about these people right here that are you and I listening to the fact that there's something better coming and they all think it's a faster damn horse. Hey agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it, really. We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now listen, I'm an agency owner and I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you gotta do is you gotta admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. 
go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.